0: G'day and welcome to episode number three of Long Covid to Bustleton Iron Man. I am Bo Jones and there is still no introduction to this YouTube vlog nor podcast. The podcast has been getting some listens as well, which is great to hear that you guys don't want to see my face, which is understandable understandable. Today's episode, we're going to rip straight in and knock this one out in 15 minutes to keep on track with the uh, the rest of the episode. Secondly, thank you for the comments. Um, I'm going to go through those comments and send out a few prizes and upgrade some of the orders that you guys have already purchased, which was amazing to see. So keep commenting. It helps us bump up the algorithm and get some more eyes on this, which in future hopefully will help Bodlet continue to grow and spread some positive mental health awareness and affirmations into the community, which helps the individual become a better part of the community. So thank you again for all of those. Now, momentum, this episode um, is on point. This is an episode idea that came to me on Sunday uh, during a during a long run. Um, just to check back in on the weight, we knocked that over early. I am 122 kilos down from 124. Now, the fans of the show will know that's one kilo up from last week, which is why you should not listen to your scales when you're seeking motivation or inspiration to keep training. Uh, Weight fluctuates. I've trained more in the last week than I have in the last three months. Um, I'm doing more. I'm eating less. I'm eating better. And if I had all of my hopes pinned on those three numbers on the scales, I would throw my toys out of the cot and go down and eat all the bread and all the chips and continue, you know, to have a little pity party. So yeah, there's a there's your first takeaway from the episode. Scales and the numbers on the scales change so much that, you know, as, as much as it is, I definitely um, let it pump my tyres up when it's on the downward trajectory, but I also I'm very mindful not to let it disrupt my training, my focus or, you know, my goals really because, yeah, it definitely can, depending on what's going on, it definitely can, you know, not give you the answers you think you're going to see. Now... I have been training the house down. I I don't want to skim over the fact that long COVID was an absolute punish. Like I said in episode one, it was probably three months of absolute confusion, frustration, um, something that I do so regularly and something that I enjoy having that option to get out and train was definitely taken away. I couldn't, we live in a two-story apartment and I couldn't walk up the stairs to come into the studio without being out of breath and taking some time to Calm myself down before hitting record Uh, walking to work which is a you know one kilometer walk was a was an issue it was an absolute punish so I don't want to definitely skim over that fact and that definitely has built some excitement to the last week of training I have trained every day um, and it is it's exciting and I'm being real mindful not to overreach and to uh, do more but one of the things that has popped up and especially when you beginning your journey or when you are um, commencing training or resuming training if you've been out for a while I'm at that sweet spot now where it's been a week and a half two weeks of every day I try to do something um, to work towards that weight loss goal and walk to work towards that training goal and it absolutely hurts there's going to be a heap of influences and a heap of people and that Goggins mentality of no days off motherfucker and just all of that preaching that you need to be after it and you need to go for it and every day every day 5am get up do something two a days three a days you need to need to want it more that narrative is really it's great for those guys and it's great for people who can but i think for the large amount of the population it it's not a it's not something you can do when you've got a wife and kids and a full-time job so it's taking a step back and if you do attempt to do that and if you do attempt to overtrain like I'm finding at the moment everything hurts everything hurts if you're running for the first time in months or weeks and you know the impact going through your body especially when you are a larger athlete like I said 120 kilos bouncing up and down off the pavement for you know an 8k run that's that's not that's not ideal or not ideal but it's it's going to hurt it's going to jar it's going to take your body a while to adjust to that so by no means it one of those things where long COVID's gone away and I've I've flipped the switch and I'm back at it and I'm back training, and am back running, it hurts. And anyone tells you that it's, it's not going to hurt or, you know, it shouldn't hurt, I, I you know, hurt's one thing, injury's a different thing. But it's going to hurt. It's going to, your body's going to try to do everything it can that's power to tell you to stop. Your inner voice is going to tell you that your knee hurts, your, you know, or your chafe is going to show up that you've never, where places you've never had chafe before there. Your body's got this weird way of trying to almost trying to get you to stop and that's where the the real growth comes from when you can tell that voice to shut up or when you know that you need to get through that to to obviously have change in your life and and change in who who you are and your body shape and everything else you need to you need to push through it and that's why so many people do it and that's why so many people fall in love with it because once you start seeing that change and once you start being able to celebrate that change through events like Iron man you you want more and you just, it keeps you going. So one of the things that jumped into my head when I was running, I, um, like I said, I'm big and running is not my strong seat. I'd happily sit on a bike and ride, you know, ride and swim. They're all easy things when you're carrying weight cause it's less load through your body. Whereas running, you're aware of every kilo you have on your on your ankles. And as I was running, I really preached this and it's something that Bodlett really preached too. And it's something that's taken me years to get to a point where, Self talk becomes becomes my what fuels me to to continue to go. And your self talk when I started, my self talk was the the bully, my high school bully. Like some of the most hurtful things and some of the most crushing things that I've ever thought about myself have come from me. I tell myself all the time, "You're too big, you're too fat, you're too slow, and you look left and you look right and you're running with people and they're overtaking you and you you, you know you're dropping off the back and you know you're really." can be really hard on yourself and it's it really it really hurts and and your brain and your i think you can't distinguish that from being someone else saying it or you say it, so it hurts all the same and you do you lose you run out of motivation you run out of inspiration and you go home feeling terrible and that's when you do you pick up your chips or you pick up your biscuits and you know you just kind of derail all the work you're doing and the biggest change i've had in my lifestyle is changing that self-talk to talking to myself how I talk to somebody else or how I talk to somebody else in my social group or in my training group with the all sorts, like there's no way I'd say to them what I'm saying to myself. So I've had to kind of flip that narrative that if I do hear myself talking to myself, like, oh, yep, you shouldn't be here or yep, that's hurting or you're too big. I flip that as hard as I can and as quick as I can, because the quicker I can shift that mentality and embrace and find some positive in what I'm doing, that your mindset completely changes. And what I used on Sunday um was momentum. I was running running on a flat one K and I literally I found this kind of rhythm. The rhythm wasn't fast. Uh I wasn't setting the water light, but it was a rhythm that I could comfortably hold for the whole kilometer stretch that I was I was running on. I could turn around and do repeats. And as I'm doing the one the K stretch and I, every time I kind of felt like slowing down or taking my foot off or, you know, turning around and going home. The one thing I kept saying was momentum. Momentum. We had a to use a rugby analogy. We had a rugby coach. He's done it right for himself. He's now the the coach of the Waratahs. Darren Coleman. He um, we were playing a a side lower grade rugby than the Waratahs, and we're playing a, a side that was had a much larger forward pack than us. And that's Rich coming from a bloke who's six foot four and 120 kilos. That the one thing he said before we ran out was, don't let them get momentum. Don't let them get started. Once they get a run up, once they get a few runs on the board and they start making, getting over that advantage line, it's going to keep coming and it'll keep coming for 80 minutes. So don't let them build momentum. Get up off the line and stop them getting momentum. So as I'm running, I'm like, I'm that opposition forward and I'm picking up momentum. Every step I take, every 10 metres, every 100 metres that I go over is me getting momentum. So that way as I'm running, and the further I'm running, I'm having my, my Garmin's going off every 500 metres, getting my chest out a little bit more, getting my shoulders back, standing a bit more upright and breathing and and smiling and knowing that, you know, you can't, you can't stop me. I'm running, I've got my rhythm, I've got my pace, I'm in my zone, I had the headphones in and I was just, I was doing my work, I was getting stuck into my work and it's that cool thing that if you start to, when you start telling yourself that and once you start backing yourself and you're in your ear and you're like, you're doing good, you're doing good, keep going, you do it the next time flies and you start actually having some fun with your training and you do, you, you pick up momentum and it's one of those things you kind of feel better when you do it. And that's what makes it more addictive. You want to do it again the next time. So when the alarm goes off or when the next run set comes around, you've actually got a little bit of a spring in your step to get out the door and do it again because you want to hear that good thing or you want to do that good thing or you want to do that thing you've been celebrating in your head rather than going out and doing your thing that you have to do. That's one of the, one of the, quick things that we want to, you know, flip on the head with Bodlet that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to train. You don't have to go for a run. You don't have to, you know, better yourself or do anything like that. you you got to want to. Like you want to. So you want to create an environment that you want to go and do your training sessions and you want to, you know, you want to change. And that comes from making that training and making all that hard work that you have to do to see those results fun and enjoyable and they're not fun and enjoyable when you're bullying yourself or when you're beating yourself up on Strava because you're not running as fast as the bloke you follow or you know you're not getting those Strava segments that you you need to you need to really park that ego and you know really create an environment that you can that you're excited to go and train you're excited to go and do these things that's the the biggest piece of advice that I think what makes consecutive sessions so easy for for myself and that momentum to build is changing those things that you want to actually go and do it. Because if you create that environment that you don't want to do it, you're going to miss the sessions. You're going to have those, have those excuses. And when we um, posted this question on Instagram, like how do you get that momentum going again? That If you do, because of weather, because of injury, because of your family, when you miss a few sessions, how do you get that momentum going again? Um, One of our athletes, Lockie Earnshaw um, from YouTube fame, he shared his advice was don't, don't put two consecutive bad sessions together. Don't don't string it together. And taken away from that, what I what I've taken away from that is find your pet sessions. Find you know label your sessions. What's the, what are the enjoyable ones? What are the ones you kind of have to get yourself really up for? And you know, kind of we spoke about last week planning, trying to plan your training week that you're never doing two hard sessions back to back or two forced sessions back to back. So you know, never, never double run days or, you know, just kind of have something to break up the monotony. You're going to have to do hard days for change, but there are also the, the easier days or the longer, easier sessions that you can kind of put in between to, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that I'm going to use a multi-bet on sports bet with the green ticks. Like you just kind of, you just want to stack up as many green ticks as you can to get towards that change. And yeah, as much as a red tick and, you know, a red cross can stop that momentum. There's no reason that you know you can identify the the cross and figure out where where it is what day it is why it happened like what happened and then remove that for next week like you know it doesn't mean your whole training block goes out the window because you've missed one or two sessions it just means readjust and, and aim up and and go again coming back to that uh the self talk one of the things at the moment my my legs are absolutely killing me like i said they're carrying weight so I'm changing sessions and changing uh, changing my plan to accommodate for that. I know my legs are going to hurt. They're carrying all that weight. So I do, I have, I, I don't stack a run and a ride close together. I'll break it up with a swim or I'll break it up with a easy zone two session on the bike to avoid double loading my legs. And that's when you start running into injuries and, you know, you do, you derail yourself and you know you're going to derail yourself, but you just, your ego tells you that, no, no, you've got to do it. You've got that. You got that dog in you, you got that goggins in you, you need to do two sessions a day of a run, and you're just gonna run yourself into the ground, get injured, and then before you know it, you're back on the lounge. So be smart with that. And one of the things that helps me get through when my um the legs do hurt or, you know, I am fatigued or I am sore is you kind of have to go back to that during long COVID. All I wanted to do was be sore. All I wanted to do was be tired after a hard day training. And right now I'm in, you know, I'm in the start of it. I've still got three months of of, you know, sacrifice and training to go, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. You need to embrace that. I'm sore, and Paddy Mack from Running Fame, another one of our amazing athletes, he had the best outlook when he's doing a run. Mind you, this guy runs sub 3 hour marathons for fun. He's done UTMB. He's the front page of City to Surf. He's he's a good runner. He flips it on its head as hard as, like like anybody else, like better than anybody else. When it hurts, good. When you can when your legs are hurting you and screaming at you, they're full of lactic and you don't want to push anymore, how lucky are we to be feeling that? How how you know, how privileged are we to be in a situation where we can get out the door and absolutely thrash our body and benefit from the change of that? Like just changing those few little words around how we how we get into it and and how we you know, when your body tells you to stop, how much that's not a stop, that's just a oh yeah. I'm working here. This is where the change is going to come from. And just kind of really working on that. And I think that's the the takeaway from today's dribble in that it's not easy. It's a hundred percent, not easy. I'm, I'm very excited to be training again. I'm doing something every day, but I'm also not doing things every day that are going to hurt me or delay with injuries. I'm I'm kind of planning smartly. Like I said, not having two consecutive days of things that are going to bash my body. Like, listening to my body, knowing when to push, knowing when to rest, and being mindful of that. But the big thing is we worked on planning last week. We're right into it now, and we've got some momentum going. Identify that momentum and become almost, I say it all the time, I don't like swearing on this podcast anyway, but become unfuckable. Become that so focused on what your goal is and become so determined by the change that you want to see that nothing can derail you. So even if you do have to have 3 days off because of weather or whatever you can say, Even if you have to change your approach. We're really lucky with the sport of triathlon. There's always something you can be doing. If you can't run, you can swim. If you can't swim, you can ride a bike and you know, there's, it's, if you can't do any of those three, you can be walking or you can be stretching or you can be working on your diet. We're always there's always we can always find a way to better ourselves even if it's nothing to do even if you're just listening to this as a non-athlete there's always things we can be doing to become better versions of ourselves. but you've got to want it and you've got to encourage yourself because no one else is going to encourage you through it you can have the most supportive people in your life but they're not with you when you're running in the dark they're not with you when you're swimming and you've got another 1500 meters to go there's no one with you but you so you need to change the way you talk to yourself the quicker you change that and the quicker you celebrate it and the quicker you see your setbacks, not as setbacks, but as opportunities to change your plan, change your environment, change your lifestyle. It becomes so much more enjoyable. Also on this enjoyable, train, change what you do. Put sessions in each week. Like this morning, I have a Thursday morning guys that I ride with. Probably not the most amazing training session from a performance point of view like you look at it and it's a coffee ride but we ride in zone three and we're up and down there's traffic lights and we talk and we stop for a coffee afterwards which has only been 40 minutes into a ride like there's not much to take out of that you know from a performance point of view but it's something i look forward to each week so i know when i'm sitting on the exercise bike for two hours and just kind of turning the legs over with the headphones in and no one's supporting me I get to see the benefits of that on a Thursday when I go for a group ride and I can, you know, hold conversation while I ride and I can laugh and I can enjoy cycling and fire up that love for cycling again. So be mindful of the things that pick you up, celebrate the up. So that way when you're in the hard sessions and in the down, you've got things to look forward to and, you know, you've got those little, little, uh, little victories. So, yeah, like I said, the um, momentum. I'm, I'm up a kilo from last episode, but I'm smiling because I found something, my fitness is back. I'm I'm back turning and burning. So just change your perspective, change your view, and as always, leave a comment. I'm going to send uh, a few little prizes we've got floating around. I've got a few of these Quiré socks that I've got floating in the office. I'll send them out to some comments. Also, Aid Station do have a 10% discount, uh, Bow 10. I've been working through one of their nutrition boxes, which they send out, which is red hot. I'll get it up here with that trash in the studio. It's got all these goodies. A little sample pack. They do. They're far, the delivery's fast. Website's easy to use. And, you know, as much as you don't, might know the things that work when you train, it's always cool to throw a novelty thing in to see what else you can, you might enjoy or like. So Bow 10. Um, sorry, this one has gone over 15 minutes. I tried my best. But I do love a dribble. Hopefully you love it too. Hopefully this is motivating you to go train and you can continue to follow this journey all the way, it's a busser. We've got some exciting episodes coming up. We've got some guests coming up. Um, we've also got a very, a very um exciting episode about getting off grog, which is a. I've received a heap of comments about this, and it's a cool one to do. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, stick around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you your eyes are open on a Thursday, and I'll I'll, I'll stop talking. See you guys.